Welcome to another episode of the Ambry Podcast. Today, we are sitting with Coit Cooper, PhD. Coit, welcome to the Ambry Podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to visit with you and your guests. Briefly, give us an overview of who you are and what <laughs> you do. I won't go crazy, but born in Alaska, I was a wrestler for a lot of my life and an athlete. And so um, that was a big part of kind of conditioned who I was. And uh, I went off to college and I always wanted to wrestle in the Big Ten. That was like a goal of mine. It's kind of like the SEC of football. And so when that opportunity came, like I was pretty excited about that. And and so I had a pretty good career when I was in college. I was an All-American my last year, and but it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted. And so there was some disappointment there. I knew I wanted to go back to, I wanted to go to school, like continue um, going. Cause I didn't want to necessarily, I had trained before to, to be a coach and, and to teach at the high school level. And so I just had an urge, like I didn't necessarily want to do that. And so I had an opportunity to go and continue to work on my schooling. And I had this idea. I wanted to be a college professor. I went off and I became a college professor and for seven years at the university of North Carolina. And I really, really poured into that. Like it was a dream location for me. Uh, it's a place I wanted to be. And I did everything I could. And and for the audience, like some people don't know this, but when you get hired as a tenure line professor, you've got like six years to like prove yourself. Like you literally mm -hmm. just pour your life into your job, like trying to publish like crazy, get grant funding. Like they have these pretty high standards there. And and I did everything I could and um, got only good feedback throughout my whole process. And I got to year six and you take all your materials and you put them all out there. And, um, and I was feeling really good and, but I put them out there and it's this long kind of five, six month process. And, and again, my, my boss kept telling me like, oh, you're in great shape. And then, um, it got to the time where they were giving my news. And I still remember the day my boss wrote and he said, Hey, like you come in and visit, I want to talk to you about something. And I thought like, this is day he's going to give me the news that I got tenured. And that means I'm, I'm promoted. I've got stability. It was like my goal. And so I was excited about that. And I went in and, um, I remember I knocked on the door. He came across in an envelope and he said, do you want to sit and talk? And so we had this um, table in front of a big conference table. And so we sat down and he immediately cut into it. He said, you know, I, I just want to thank you so much for everything you've done. You've been a valuable citizen to our department. And when I'm excited, I can have this, I have a little bit of energy to me. And so I cut in and I'm like, man, thank you so much. Like I've loved being here. It's like, a, it's been a dream for me. My family and I are like really grateful to be here. And then I, I tell people, I looked at him and I could tell a shift in his energy. And maybe it was there before and I just didn't see it, but I could tell because he, he, he was such a nice guy and he kind of had, he kind of his eyes started to water and he put the envelope out and he slid it across. He said, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but you've been denied tenure. For the listeners here, that meant in an instant, I'd lost my job, like this dream job. I'd bought a house. We had two kids. There was no plan B. And I'm sitting here and I said, man, like I tell people like when you get news like that and everybody can resonate, everybody's gotten news that they don't love. It's almost like your mind doesn't go first. It's like your body responds first. And I felt like, man, I felt like I'd gotten, I don't know, punched in the stomach, stomach dropped out from under me. I felt like my face was kind of uh, flush and I just felt like I was having a hard time breathing. I now realize that my nervous system was kicked on pretty full tilt. And this is a lot of what I work on now, but, and then my thoughts caught up and I thought like, man, like, what does this mean for my family? Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, this is, this is crazy. And then I thought like, um, I second thought I tell people I'd never forget. It was this, it's like, um, am I damaged goods now? Like, am I going to be able to like, how do I explain this? I don't know what just happened. And then, um, my next thought was, I just want to get out of here. They wanted to talk to me about a, a different job offer, but it would have been a demotion, but it would have taken care of everything. And so long sh story short past this, uh, I went to my wife and I said, Hey, like, I want to 
not take this other job? And she said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, you know, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like I, I wanted to be an author, coach and speaker and working with people. And I expected her to be like, um, what about insurance? Have you thought this through? Like, cause she, she a little bit more risk averse at the time, maybe allergic to risk a little bit. And instead she's like, okay, go for it. And I was like, like, what, what do you mean? Go for it. She's like, let's go for it. And so that's what we've done. Like we've went out and, and it's, it's been challenging and your podcast is on entrepreneurship. And so there's been a lot of challenges to it. Um, but I've been able to figure those things out. And one of the biggest things I realized that I had to figure out when it comes to building a business, um, there's a big part of it that is psychology. And Tony Robbins talks about this in terms of like success or great coaches talk about this too. Like 80% of all success is like psychology. And then there's 20%, which is strategy. And even if you break that down and you say 50, 50, or it's 30%, it's the huge part of it. And yet often when I ask coaches or, or, or anybody I'm working with, I said, what percentage do you, do you invest in that? And they're like, no, I don't. And I said, well, that's, that's a huge piece. And that's what I've learned is I haven't been able to excel in my business until I get my mind right, get my nervous system under control, get the right habits in place. But the one thing I say now is I wake up every day and I love what I do. Like I told my wife this morning, like, I'm not doing anything else. Like, I feel like I'm meant to do this and I love doing this. And so that's the biggest thing that I feel like I've, I've been able to accomplish is this career calling that I love that I get to do every day. Um, but I wouldn't be in that space without learning to get, get in your mind in the right place. And like you said early on, like stop battling myself. So that's kind of just, I, I've left pieces out, but maybe that's just a nutshell. When you decided to become a coach, speaker, author, did it give you any pause that it is a heavily saturated market? Maybe a, a little bit, but maybe it should have given me more pause because I tend to be wired in a way where if there's something I want to do, I'll kind of look at it and go, I'm going to go do that. Where I've had more pause is I think I moved and then I started to figure out like this is, it's a tough space to be in. Like being an entrepreneur, not just coach, but being an entrepreneur is a tough space. You think about like social media and everybody trying to get everybody's attention. It's really, really tough. I think when it really hit me more is when I started to move and I'm like, this is a lot harder than I thought. Like, this is more difficult, like landing a talk. If you're a keynote speaker, everything, oh, it just kind of lands on your plate. It does not land on your plate. And you really have to go out and be proactive with the way that you're going out to attract business. And maybe there's a magical way that I just haven't figured out. But what I've learned is, you know, the consistency with the way you, the way you go about things um, is a big piece of that. And, and I guess definitely have had the pause. I even think sometimes now, but what I often think is like, yes, it's a saturated marketplace, but how can I bring the highest, most authentic version of myself? How can I, how can I, if I feel like I'm on this journey for a reason and I do, how can I pull that together? And I feel like one of the ways that I, I'm hoping to start even further differentiate myself is just coming from a true place of like wanting to serve at the highest level, like trying to get rid of ego and what it means for me and and instead just show up the best that I can serving the best that I can. But definitely there's a pause to it because you know, as well as I do, it's difficult and it's hard. And, and, and so, yes, I, I often think of that now, but maybe should have thought of it more when I first started, I maybe just jumped in and figured it out afterwards. So jumping in and kind of learning as you go and figuring out as you go, I think there's a component to that when you decide I'm going to go into business for myself, I'm going to go into entrepreneurship. You can't learn mm -hmm. and know all the things. Mm -hmm. One of the first obstacles that we face is how we differentiate ourselves from everybody else yeah. that's in the same niche that that we're doing. How are you differentiating what you're offering and what you're bringing to the table in this niche? 
there's different components that have maybe gone into that for me. But one of the things that literally like radically changed my life. And when I lost my job, my perception was this sucks. I was disappointed and I was frustrated. And um, I was I remember I was watching a video on social media from Robin Sharma. And he said, hey, if you'll get up every morning and you'll be consistent with reading the right books, filling your brain with the right things, it will literally change your life. And I thought, I don't like the way I feel so much right now at this moment. Here I am sitting in this spot and it feels like it stinks and it feels like there's no other option. But what I started to realize from reading is that that's not accurate. And I got a book recommended to me, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Started to think, you know what? I may be in a challenging spot, but I'm still really like blessed to have the family I do. Like my kids don't care that I lost my job. They just want to play Legos with me. Like I just, I still have these kids. I have my wife. I have this ability to go out and do something. And, and so what that did is I started to then get up in the morning and practice consistently gratitude, very strategic gratitude with the way that I looked at it every single day. And that started to change me. And so I guess what I'm, what I'm getting to is I, I kept implementing different habits and those habits, it's weird. I didn't intend it this way, but those habits literally rewired my brain, taught me how to be more positive, taught me how to control my focus. And then fast forward, like it changed my life. And so I was so passionate about that. I started to like teach other people on that, this, this idea of like psychology, because it helped me excel as well. And so my journey almost became part of my message. And so when you're crazy passionate about the center of that, like there's these things that you can do to radically transform your life and not just performance, but like personal wellness, tapping into your highest potential, like you want to share it. And so I guess what's differentiated me is I've taken that message that I'm passionate about and I've went out and I've done probably a hundred plus keynote talks. And I, the last two years I've worked with, I've probably done, I, I don't know, at least a thousand sessions coaching different athletes and different people and just digging in with people, trying to help them get results. And when you dig in from that place, you start to learn these really distinct um, things that you can do to create change. And so that what I've done is I just spent all that time like investing in myself, trying to figure out how to get rid of fear, how to get rid of my self-doubt and digging into that. And then when you start to find that and you share that, I think you elevate what you do. And so I've taken all that and I've developed like a new program called Free Up. And I think we have a lot of information out there, but I don't think there's a crazy amount. There are some amazing people at it, but I don't think there's a crazy amount that are actually sitting down and saying, hey, there is this part where we need to get our mind and our nervous system not talked about enough. Like the way that our body responds stops us a lot of the time. And so I just feel like digging in and figuring out those things. I think I'm crazy passionate about what I do. And then once you know what that is, there's you have to share it too. And I think that's where the authenticity and and pouring into people. But um, I think the differentiating comes to where you can really find a message that you're crazy passionate about that can make a difference in the world. And then you just have to be creative too with how you share it. And I don't know that I've fully figured that out, but I think I'm getting better at it. Anbury is thrilled to present a new community crafted exclusively for you. Elevate your business game with a powerhouse combination of knowledge, networking, and personalized support. Connect with a tribe of like-minded entrepreneurs and small business owners who share your passion. Exchange ideas, collaborate on exciting ventures, and propel each other's growth to new heights. Our interactive workshops led by industry experts cover the full spectrum of marketing, finance, branding, and beyond. Experience the magic of a weekly live kickoff call with Anbury to guide you through streamlining processes, overcoming obstacles, and securing those well-deserved wins. Together, we'll conquer challenges, offer advice, and celebrate victories, making the journey all the more rewarding. Ready to soar? Join the Anbury Village today and unlock a treasure trove of benefits designed to skyrocket your business success. Register now at Anbury.com and be part of this extraordinary journey. Your business deserves nothing less than greatness.
Let's make it happen together. What happens when folks aren't getting the result? They feel like they're, they're waking up, they're doing the gratitude. Mm-hmm. They're looking at themselves. They're looking at the situation. Yep. Um, they're, they're doing all the things that the books are telling them to do. The mm-hmm. coaches are telling them to do. But they're not getting results. Yeah. The, things aren't moving. Yeah. What, well, what, what, what about them? What, what, what to them do we say? Well, with them, that's the one thing. And again, from my own personal experience, like I was doing all these things and yet I was still hesitant or I was, I was going out and I wasn't getting the results that I learned. And one thing that I've learned is that when you're going out and you're doing everything, you, you've got everything dialed in and you're still not getting it, then there's something we're missing. And usually the something that we're missing that I've learned is there's some sort of fear, some sort of self-doubt, some sort of thing down in there that we haven't addressed. And that's what I learned a lot working with athletes is like they want to break through. They're extremely disciplined. But when it comes down to it, there's a, there is a fear. There is a self-doubt that they're not good enough. And we have to find that, find that piece because I think humans have the capacity to go out and operate. Like that's why I call it free up. I think they can operate in a way where they can go out and they can do the things that they want. But not if deep down we have some fears, we have some self-hesitancy, we have some patterns that aren't productive. So the one thing I've learned is if you can learn to dig into that space and help people figure out like, okay, you're doing all these things right, but why are we hesitating? Why are we getting caught up? And that's where a lot of the system that I actually teach, I teach it kind of from the ground up. We've got to learn to develop like a breathing ritual relaxation, mindfulness rituals, so we can build up parts of your brain. So you can start to see things that maybe you didn't see before. We've got to learn to take a look at the way you're actually going at things, because if you're so focused on external results, that's often going to lead to some fear. And so we got to learn to manage that and come up with a system that works. And then, you know, if we're doing all those right, the thing that I assume is like, you've got some memories that your brain remembers that's causing you to hesitate. We've got to learn to find some of those memories, those trapped emotions, release those things. So you can feel like you can operate free. And that's ultimately, I think people want to feel like they can go out and just operate without the fear, without the self-doubt, because we love that. And you athletes you talk to, they love when they can go out and just operate at their, their highest capacity. And that doesn't always mean they win, but they love that feeling. And I think that's what we all want is knowing that we can go out and operate the way we can. And then my belief is if you do that, and you don't get the results we want, and we can learn to assess and look at it and grow from it, you're eventually going to get those results. But I think there's a, that's the huge piece. It's the it's the fear. It's the self-doubt. That's often where you have to look. And that's not easy, though, because a lot of people, that's a hard space to go into. And there has to be a high level of trust between a coach and a client to go into that space, because really what they're going to tell you is they're going to tell you about their hardest moments in life. And when you go to that space, they also have to trust you that you're going to help them lead them in a spot where they can they can release those things and move forward the right way. So I don't I, I believe that people can get the results that they want, but you have to be able to get those right pieces in place. Is it ever in the realm that you you just go ahead and come to terms with this may absolutely fail? Yeah, but we're going to be able to accept it when that happens. For sure. Yeah, no, for sure. You have to know, like, even if you do everything in your power there may be just a result that you don't get. What I try to work on with my clients is let's change our model. This We're not talking about, I get the result and it's success. And if I don't, it's failure. Because if that's our model, at some point you're going to fall short. And if it feels like failure, and then you're disappointed in yourself and you're frustrated in yourself, you don't realize it, but that response is creating fear in you. Meaning you go out again, your brain's not going to want to do the thing that you're doing. And so a lot of what I try to teach when I'm working with business professionals or athletes is like, can we change the model? Can we actually go and rewire our brain to look at, to take a look and say, okay, I'm going to go out 
And I call this like the three G's, right? Gratitude, give, grow. But the middle give, once we've found a way to be grateful for this opportunity that we have, is to say, okay, what are these metrics of things that I can do? Like to go out and execute the best that I can. And so for me as a speaker, it's like, oh, I can focus on impressing everybody in the audience and having them approve of me. Or I can sit down and say, I'm just going to give them my best. What does that mean? The best energy that I can the best creativity that I can, you know, those types of things. And so if you can find some of those metrics and focus on those and then know the third G that you have the opportunity to grow no matter what, if you get that process right and you start to buy into this model of going, hey, like I just ultimately want to become the best version of myself and I want to go out and give this business thing the best that I can. And then you can start changing the way you respond to it. You can eliminate that fear. And so I don't even use the word failure with my athletes and clients. It's not failure. <laughs> it's it's literally, let's go out and do the best that we can. And then when you feel that, because even, even if you go, okay, I want to be a growth person, Koi, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy into this. You're going to feel the sting of it. You've been trained for 20, 30, 40, 50 years sometimes to feel disappointed in yourself. And so if we have our meditation ritual, why, right, we become more mindful. They literally have this like superpower to stop and notice that and change their patterns. How do you draw a line of, I'm teaching you tools and techniques, but I'm being very careful not to bring you into my perception, bring you into my perspective. I don't need you to look at it the way I look yeah. at it. I'm trying to build up human beings, right? I'm not trying to build up clones. I don't need people to be like me, but I do believe Every person on the planet, and I could be wrong, can benefit from a certain breathing ritual, can learn to relax their body, can learn to clear their mind. I don't think there's anybody who wouldn't benefit from that. Now, the way they go about it may be slightly different, but I think that's really good. I, I have a personal belief that I think as a society, we're too hard on ourselves, and I don't think that's productive. And so- I try to, and what I try to do is I try to give you all the information. This is why I, I, this is why I believe what I do. I don't believe it's great to go out. And if you're doing the best you can to beat yourself up, because we know the way the brain operates, the brain operates to avoid pain, maximize pleasure. And when you go through and you try say it's something at business, you go out and you try at it the best that you can, and you don't get the result you want, and you feel super disappointed in yourself, your brain's going to go, what caused that? And when it looks at what caused it, it's going to go, oh, that, 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 that outreach you did. And it's not going to want to do it again. So I try to do the best I can to explain very clearly, this is why we're doing what we're doing, but I have no, and, I, and then what I try to do is really control my response, right? Make sure that I'm not getting upset or frustrated if somebody doesn't want to do it a certain way. I need to stay open as a coach. So then they can tell me, hey, okay, coach, like this isn't working for me. But I think at the core, I need to make sure that my ego is put to the side. So this is not about me. I don't need to be the person to get the breakthrough. If they find it from somebody else, that's okay. I had that happen recently. Worked with a guy for a couple of years. He's amazing. He's like one of the top, one of these top athletes in the country. I was working with this college program. And so he transferred to this other really phenomenal program. Like this program is crushing it. And they're known for like what they do mentally. And he came in and he's like, man, he said, I had this crazy session. He said, this, this woman was doing this muscle testing and and she got to some of these like kind of trapped motions. And he was like, it was wild. My first initial gut was like, shoot, like, dang, I've been working with this dude for a long time and I haven't been able to do that. But then I caught myself. And I'm like, whoa, 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 like learn here, encourage him. My job is to, to do whatever I can to not take it personally. And if it's a skill set I need, be okay with that. We need to see the areas where we need to grow and be willing to grow. And what I've done from that is I'm now signing up for a training in that space 
And I'm going to go out and I'm going to learn that space. And so if it's an area I need to be good in, just being humble enough to say, I'm, I'm great, grateful you got that, but asking enough questions to know where I need to be better. And is there a time where it's okay that you don't know that space where you For are sure. just a collaborator of, For sure. I think you'll benefit from this. And I think you'll, you'll need X, Y, Z and here are resources for that. For sure. Like if, if I'm talking about, I feel like I've done a lot. I've studied from Brennan Burchard, Russell Brunson, a lot of these guys who are really good in, in, in my space. And um, there may come a time where I'm talking to somebody, I feel like I can help them, but there comes a point where you're like, I think you probably just need to go over there and learn from some of those people because I'm not going to spend my days figuring that out at a granular level. I think that you have to get really good at your expertise, wake up every day, mm -hmm. um, keep studying it, keep learning that area, but also understand the peripheral, how other things feed in to mm -hmm. what you're offering and collaborate, go find the experts that are in those peripherals so that now you are coming to the table with a village of of folks that are servicing your clients and your customers. Um, we are at the end. I thank you so much for joining and sitting and, and sharing everything. Can you tell people how to find you and how to work with you? Yeah, yeah. So the one cool thing about having a name like Coit is there are no other Coits. So if you want to look me up, it's uh, Coit Cooper, C-O-Y-T-E-C-O-O-P-E-R.com. You can find me on the website there. And if you click on, click on the contact contact tab, you can reach out to me. And, and social media, you can find me on there as well. So um, yeah, if I can help anybody out, reach out. We can even jump on a free call or something like that to see how we can help you. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it.